Hello everyone and welcome back to Non Sequitur Nerds. Tonight we're going to need you to prepare for the future a, a couple years after the fact. Anyway though, as always though, I'm Tim, joined by Ian. Why don't you tell them what we're talking about, Ian? Changing it up I... on you. Aha! For all the times you I... changed the outro on me. I... Wait, we're, we're talking? I hate you so oh, much. I uh, hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, we're talking... What are we talking about? Uh, we are talking... You're going to uh, leave it up to me anyway to do the intro. Well, anyway, we're, we are going to be talking the fa uh, the GPU shortage and the fact that it's apparently already... It's over now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yes. Uh, so GPUs, GPU shortages, um, just general uh, purchasing abilities of the, of your everyday consumers for yeah. for products like these. Um, kind of going into just a little bit of detail and looking at some historical trends and just kind of giving our little opinions about this. But yeah. before we get into that, how are you doing? Man, we're really changing it up today. Um, yeah, we really are. You know, not not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I've I've been on a vacation. And by that, I mean uh, involuntary, not going to work. Um, but my whole plan has been. So it's, it's been kind of nice to just kind of, you know, relax, not have to worry about uh, any of, you know, the work-related stresses. And just kind of, you know, take care of some stuff around the house, work on some things, you know, my own personal projects. So it's been, it's been fun. Oh, good. Nice to hear that. All right. Well, um, things have been going fairly well for me as well. Uh, it's a pretty low-key short week uh, this week, uh, which is good. Uh, yeah. I got a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, things are going well. So enough about the boring uh, parts of it. <laughs> well, why don't we move on to the actual subject at hand? So um, GPU shortages. So uh, as Tim dies, I'll go ahead and kind of set the stage <laughs> Uh, last year, uh, 2021, late 2021, we saw the uh, release of the uh, latest generation of NVIDIA cards, the uh, 3000 series cards. Uh, typically, there was a, you know, 3060, 3070, 3080. There was the 3090, then the TI generations uh, along with that. But uh, um, kind of a, I don't know, maybe a bit of a good or a bad time for NVIDIA to release new cards because yeah. they came from the pandemic, right? When everyone was trying to, you know, build PCs because they had nothing better to do with their lives. And had now, that, all that stimulus money. Right. But that said, uh, there was a very massive shortage. But I don't know how much of it was actually a true shortage and how much of it was an artificial shortage. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the times what happened was they they would put up these cards for sale on websites and then the bot, the bot spammers would just immediately uh, swoop in, buy up dozens of cards, and then... Uh, you know, put them up for scalper prices, you know, so double, maybe triple the cost of... Quadruple uh, for some of them. You know, right. Uh, retail costs. So we were seeing a massive hike up and a very, it was very difficult for your everyday consumer to get a hold of one of these cards. I mean, websites were being crashed. Yeah. Uh, because it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, people were just flooding them. And again, you're, we're seeing markups on these things, you know, several... Two, three, four x uh, for its MSRP MSRP value. So yeah. it's really rough for anybody trying to to get a hold of cards. You know, uh, typically in my case, I've always uh, custom built my PCs. Tim has custom built his PCs, but I, it was just so hard to get a hold of a card that I just went with a stock built Alienware last time. Which I, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my PC. Yeah, it operates fantastically. But yeah, it was just it was. Uh, it was bad. 
Well, see, and like for me, I actually because I I, I enjoy the process of building. I actually held off, and like I was still rocking a. Uh, <laughs> up until I built my new computer, which I'll get into that here in a little bit, I was still rocking a a seventh gen or yeah seventh gen i nine, and like the motherboard that I had, I couldn't physically get any other processor faster than that that would be compatible with that motherboard. And I'm like, you know, if if I'm gonna upgrade this thing, I'm going to upgrade the entire thing. And with video cards being so ungodly expensive, that was one of the big reasons that I'm like, you know. The video card I had in there beforehand did its job. It worked great. But I'm like, if I'm going to upgrade, I'm going to go all out. And the video card, like Ian said, it was, there was a shortage in the sense that you couldn't find them at MSRP. They were readily available out there at scalper prices, but I wasn't about to pay as much for the video card as I did literally everything else on my computer. And there is a, a second part to the shortage which was the huge, huge rise and meteoric fall lately um, of uh, cryptocurrency and crypto mining. Um, mm. the, the newer 30 series cards in particular, scalp or well, miners just latched onto those things and built you know, huge rigs designed to do nothing but mine cryptocurrency. And for a while, and we won't get into the, the ins and outs of cryptocurrency. We could do a whole five-part series on that. But the long and short of it is crypto market crashed. GPUs started getting sold aftermarket, used ones for less than MSRP now in a lot of cases. But because they weren't actively buying them new to continue building their crypto farms, they started becoming available at retail. At first, they were, you know, there's a little bit of a manufacturer, a, well, a retailer markup because there were still some miners buying them. Miners as in, you know, digging, not miners as in children. Uh, there's a distinction there. Uh, but then as less and less miners started buying them, the retailers are like, well, crap, nobody's buying them. Let's rate, lower them down to MSRP. And now a lot of places you're seeing brand new ones at slightly less than MSRP, at least as of the time of this recording anyway, um, which is a, a huge, like Ian said, a huge turnaround in price from, we'll call it, we'll say a year ago at this point. Yeah. Give or take right around a year ago. I mean. And some of that, you know, some of that is, I think there's speculation about new cards coming out. The NVIDIA has already announced the 4000 series, um, which everyone is is eagerly looking forward to. It, and that's, especially yeah, if some of the rumored specs are, are correct on them, but we'll get right. into that a little bit later. Yeah, and the, really the difference is, you know, the difference between the 1000 and the 2000 series was minimal in, in most cases. Like, you weren't really getting a huge uplift. Now the now the uplift between the one thousand and the three thousand series was was huge. Oh yeah, like and these were especially. I mean, because the one thousand series, I have a one thousand or a ten ten seventy Ti in my laptop, uh, Which, and it's I like mean, a that that more than did the job back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it still works fantastically. I mean, it can run into a little bit of trouble with some of the newer newer games. Like I can't run everything on Ultimate Graphics, but right. no. Um, it, it, it'll it'll still run crisis um <laughs> but you know the cards um the 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 newer cards are you know obviously have have better specs and things like that but the other thing with the newer cards as tim mentioned is that you know they were they were designed to be able to run crypto mining off of a lot of them actually had specific um circuitry and algorithms like coded into the firmware to be able to to do crypto specifically for crypto mining yep. now nvidia tried to do a couple of things with like 
physical hardware blockers um, to prevent mining, but uh, in most, I mean, it was just basically a thing that was soldered onto the board. You could crack open the card, pop it off, and then, right, you know, go back, go back to mining. So most people didn't really care. Well, I was gonna say, but, and like, I think it was like the last card that the Nvidia themselves put out that had uh, the limiters on it. Within, I think it was like a, it was less than a week, if I remember right. Botters figured out really quickly how to edit a, like literally a few lines in the coding of the driver for the video card. And it, mm -hmm. they didn't even have to crack that chip off. They just put the firmware on it and they were able to mine with, with I think it was like a 1% reduction in inefficiency. But I mean, when you're talking, you know, 1% of how much, excuse me, your processing power these new cards have, 1% is negligent. Right. Yeah, so I mean the the cards uh cards are getting cheaper, you know, the prices are dropping out of that. But that you know, one of the things Tim had mentioned earlier, you know, about retailers selling them. I don't ever really think it was and this is just my opinion. I don't ever really think it was a problem with the retailers that, because if you think about it, you know, they uh, a retailer uh, Newegg, Walmart, Best Buy, whoever it is, they get a card for a certain amount of, you know, they they pay a certain amount of money to Nvidia or the manufacturer or whatever and then they put their markup on it or whatnot. Yeah. You know, so long as they're getting their typically thirty percent margin on those cards, they're they're not caring, and it's it's actually better for them if they sell them at MSRP or just slightly above MSRP to get, you know, so it it doesn't leave a bad taste in people's mouth. But right. you know, the manufacturers and the retailers they really don't care about the scalpers. So there was no, they're getting paid either way. Yeah, and scalper price. I mean, scalper prices, reseller prices don't pro benefit them at all. Because they don't see any of that money. Yeah, it's already been it's already been bought, sold, and paid for, and they've already received their cut of the money. Yeah. So there was there was little to no um, uh, uh, roadblocks or deterrence or extra steps that were put in to deter these people, like these bot scalpers and things like that. So I mean, you literally just you you program in the web page and you you wait, you know, your bot just waits for the sale to come on and then. Yep buys up 14 cards you know a little bit towards the end i think people started doing some stuff where you know like um virtual think, weight queues and things like that yeah virtual weight queues i think like best buy had some of those or but it yeah. was the same thing really with like the the next gen consoles the ps5 the xbox series uh line when those first rolled out you couldn't get a hold of them because the people were just grabbing them up and scalping them yep. it was the exact same thing but i think with that it was a little bit more um problematic for these these uh the manufacturers microsoft and sony because um they have a reputation they're the first party distributors of yep. these things and there's also other people like the game makers who are also influencing decisions here so they started doing more things with that yep. again more of those virtual weight cues um well i mean so Sony was doing some stuff where it was like if you were a PS Plus member, yep. you would get, you know, they would do like an exclusive um, block of like 200 PlayStation. Like you had to be invited. You had well, to they be actually, a PS Plus member. You had to get the e email invite. And then you had and then you were you had to be there for like the sales start and you could potentially get one. Now, Sony actually updated that. And I, I kind of like the way they do it now where because uh, I, I had gotten it and like. Ian and I have mentioned on the show, we each own PS5s already. I, I have little interest in having a second one in the house just because there's not really a need for it yet, but 
I had maybe a, a month or two ago gotten an email from Sony that before, like Ian said, you had to be there at a certain amount of time, and it was like they they invited more people than what they had, um, mm-hmm. but they knew they're going to sell anyway. But uh, the now the way they do it is they tell you, hey, you've been selected to purchase one. This is the time that this link is good till. If you don't purchase it by that point, this link is invalid. And even if you do get to the site, we will not guarantee you have, you get one. But it was like a guaranteed spot. So we're starting to see that even consoles, which again, I mean, if we're talking video cards, consoles obviously have video cards in them. We're starting to see that the shortage there is starting to alleviate itself as well. But it seems like a lot more in the news, you're hearing a lot more about the video card, well, lack of video card shortage versus what you are consoles. Consoles is still... It's still, at this point, easier to f- buy a video card than it is one of the new consoles, at least off the shelf. Um, going back to my, my new PC build, obviously, if you were listening, I said my new PC. I was able to snag one of the new uh, video cards, a 3080, at MSRP. A year ago, I would never have dreamed of having a 3080. But I was just like browsing the other components on whatever website I was uh, just kind of getting the price, figuring out, well, do I want to go with this motherboard, you know, this one, what processor do I want, what kind of RAM, kind of, you know, building it in theory. And I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm going to look at video cards just for, you know, giggles. And there were a whole bunch of the 3000 series cards in stock at MSRP. So I went ahead and bought it before I had finalized what I wanted to build the rest of my computer because I knew it was going to be compatible one way or the other. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like, one card on a website, maybe two popping up. Yeah, you might have seen that in the last year. A dozen or so, or probably more, at MSRP, all listed in stock. That's a new thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, a lot of places were running almost like a sweepstakes lottery type way thing to do this. Newegg was doing it. You, you could yep. sign up for, like, Newegg Deal Watch or uh, stuff like that, and they would... It was basically like a lottery system. They would list these, bun- except they did them all in bundles. Like you couldn't just yeah. get them. So it was always like, oh, you can get this card in this shitty PS, uh, you know, like power supply, you know, as part of that you're paying full retail price for the power supply. And you're like, this thing's a piece of crap. I don't want it. Well, like when Newegg, first started, doing those, when Newegg first started doing the lotteries, they did have a couple that were the card only. But then everything else was bundles. But yeah, after like that didn't last very long, and it was bundles. And a lot of times it was, like Ian said, power supplies. Or th- there were a couple that I had looked at and like threw my ticket in that were a motherboard uh, GPU combo. That I'm like, you know, it's when I was first thinking about this, like that's that's not a bad motherboard. Wouldn't be my first choice, but it does come with a video card I want. And I mean, obviously, I didn't win any of those lotteries, but. Um, I think a lot of that was was too little too late. I mean, again, like you had said, um, the card manufacturers, they had already sold the cards. They didn't care whether they were going to you, me, go down the street, or scalper in the swamps of Florida. They they didn't care. It got sold. Whether it's aftermarket listed at that point or not, it's, it's not really their concern. They're not losing any money. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, these companies, like, they, they did a, a lot of... And maybe we're wrong, maybe this is just our opinion, a lot of things on this show are, but they did a lot of PR, oh, you know, we really want to get these cards into the hands of actual consumers, you know, we, we want to make sure that the right people are getting our products, because we know we've got fans that are clamoring for these things, 
And yeah, while they did have fans that really wanted them, because a lot of people, myself included, are, are tech junkies. They want the newest stuff, even if it's not a huge increment over what they're, they have currently. But like Ian said, this time around was really different because a lot of people were still, when those cards first came out, a lot of people were still off of work because of the pandemic. Um, a lot of people were still, you know, riding off that stimulus money, things like that. Um, so it was a little different this time around of who could get the cards versus who wanted to get them. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it, it, we're, it may not necessarily be that the, the manufacturers didn't care, but uh, I actually... That's how it uh, looks to us. That's how it looks to us. And I had a, I actually had an argument with a, a guy on a, a Discord that I'm in. That I, I used to work with him, and he's kind of an asshat. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, you know, argued with me up and down about, you know, the, the they care, you know, they, it's their reputation that's on the line and all this stuff. But if you really go out there and look at it, there's not, I mean, there are plenty of card manufacturers, but there's not chip manufacturers. What I'm talking about there is I'm talking about really the video video cards. You can get, you know, an MSI card, a Rogue card, an Asus card, any, it, all of those people, they put the, the circuit boards and everything together, yeah. but the actual chip manufacturers are going to be really NVIDIA and uh, a, um, AMD. AMD, thank you. <laughs> uh, so those, I mean, those are the two chips that people, I mean, there are some really kind of niche things like um intel has their isis card or their isis graphics card which is really more for the um like the 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 small micro pcs like they're like on like they're on board cards that are made for micro pcs they're not right they're it's not like an individual card that you can buy well i mean heck even uh even like a lot of intel cpus have integrated graphics built into them which admittedly are not not really built for gaming. I mean, you can make it work if that's literally your only option, but it's not the ideal because that right. you're you're, you're making you're splitting your CPU to run, you know, its regular CPU tasks as well as the GPU tasks. It's going to limit itself on both ends. But I mean, in a pinch or like in my case, uh, I'm actually glad that my C my new CPU had onboard video because when I was first setting up my system. It what didn't recognize my video card properly. I shut it down, plugged it into the my motherboard's uh, uh, video slot, booted the video off of the CPU, and was able to troubleshoot it that way. So, like for that, for troubleshooting purposes, they're great. For even general purpose use, that's great. Save yourself, you know, a couple hundred bucks on a GPU. But gamers, realistically, typically aren't going to run you know, their main gaming rig off of their CPUs built in video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless you're wanting to, unless you're wanting to play Halo Infinite and have it look like Minecraft. Um, I mean, let's try that later. <laughs> let's see if my CPU can run crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're starting to see, and the chip shortages in general are starting to kind of go away. You know, they're, we're, there's more chips that are coming in. Now, we're still feeling the pinch in several industries, like the auto industry is having problems with chip shortages. I think I saw a headline the other day about, uh, I think it was Chevy, uh, or maybe General, well, General Motors is, is the parent of, of Chevy, but I think it was specifically Chevy built like 90,000 cars that they don't have chips for oh, wow. that are just sitting in 
in the uh, the factory lots because they can't they can't do anything with them. Like right, all of the car, you know, all the cars and components of the cars anymore are, are all, you know, chip based. It's yep. they're, they're it's all digital. Of, yeah, it's all digital. There's not a lot of mechanical. Uh, I mean, there's still a lot of mechanics to a car, but it's yeah. mostly the engine. Well, I mean, uh, I, I remember reading, um, like when the chip shortage first started, uh, Tesla caught a lot of crap because there was, I think it was like a USB port or something minor in their cars that they just didn't have. So instead of alerting potential bu- or potential buyers or people that had already paid for their Tesla, that hey, we won't have this USB port. And if I remember right, I think it was a USB port that it wasn't a charging port; it was the main one to hook your phone up to like the car's entertainment system and all that fun stuff it just didn't have that and i mean granted yes i'm sure you can bluetooth it but for some people they like that zero latency being plugged in uh especially for for audio purposes right but they started just shipping them out to people and like if people got it and questioned it like oh yeah yeah well, we've got you on a list uh, they're back ordered but apparently the, th- the reason they caught crap uh, if i'm remembering correctly was they weren't notifying people unless people got a hold of them but they're like yeah we'll ship you one there's and at, at this point it was like an obscenely long wait for a usb port i mean granted i'm sure it's a usb port i'm sure anybody with you know any kind of engineering you know capability could have went out bought a generic usb port you know for like a car any other car or a charger or whatever and wired it up to get data and everything but it's a fact you paid that much for a vehicle in this case you expect if it's not does worked if it's not built the way it was designed, you would expect there to either be some kind of notification on the company's end, or some kind of you know better wait time than several months for you. Yeah, I, I think they they obviously have since this is public news now. They obviously have since figured that out. Or I know like some manufacturers if they couldn't get a part and it was like an optional part, they just started manufacturing the vehicles without the capability for that and just removing it as a feature. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, you know, I've been trying to get a hold of a new uh, a new truck for a while, and uh, it's been on order. Uh, and uh, the the manufacturer actually just emailed me about a week and a half ago. Uh, well, actually, right before uh, the the holiday, and they were like, "Hey, yeah, so we don't know if we're actually going to be able to get to yours. <laughs> so why don't you call the dealer and you can talk to them?" Like, alrighty then. So. So I guess you're getting yeah. a different vehicle. Potentially, yes. <laughs> anyway. Just get a Tesla, Ian. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that on this. And if episode. you don't, and if you don't like it, I'll gladly take it off your hand. I mean, it's already paid for. Um, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take one for the team. Gee, thanks. I, I got you, Boo. I got you. So, um, anyway, uh, obviously, you know, G- the GPU shortages are are starting to uh, to go away. But you know, we're we're kind of looking. Um, you know, we're uh, we're now looking. We Tim and I mentioned, you know, the next generation of cards that are potentially coming out. Although, you know, I think the the latest is that uh, the 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 newest cars, the four thousand series, at least from uh, from Nvidia, are going to be delayed. That, that, I think is yeah, that's that's what I was seeing as well. And apparently, it's partially to blame on just the overabundance of three thousand series cards that are now out there readily available for sale effectively the way i'm understanding it if they were released the 4000 series at its scheduled time whatever that may be it, they would have cannibalized their own sales by having 
the last generation thing, which for a lot of people isn't even a thing they have yet, with the newest generation thing, which nobody has yet. So it's one of those, if, if we release it, how many people are actually going to buy it? Are they just going to sit on shelves? Are they eventually going to have to take a markdown because they've sat on shelves for so long and we're going to lose money on it? So, I mean, it's it's there's a lot involved in it. Because, again, like I said, what is effectively at this point last generation 3000 series cards, the majority of people don't have one of them. They're still rocking one or 2000 series. And they're not, I don't know if they're ready for 4000 series especially if they come out. Now, allegedly, and again, this is all rumor and hearsay, allegedly some of the 4,000 series cards, price-wise, because they've been able to streamline the production process, because they've been able to outsource different components, price-wise, the 4,000 series cards apparently are not going to be astronomical, which has a lot of people kind of wondering about. A lot of, I mean, the 4,000 series cards, we know they exist at this point. We know it's a product that's coming. There's not a whole lot of concrete evidence about them at this point. But so, I mean, it'd be interesting to see when they start putting out those specs. You know, how much better are they actually going to be? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to uh, to see, you know, what they um, what they really put out there and, and what they come up with. You oh, know, yeah, one of the sure. benefits of, you know, having a tower is that I can obviously upgrade, um, you know, my, my card, my setup. Right. Uh, so that's that's one benefit, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting just to see kind of what happens. Oh, sure. uh, I, I'm not in the market to get a card myself. I don't think Tim is either at this point. I, I, I literally have, just bought one. <laughs> right, we both have brand new, relatively brand new systems, so it's not that it's not like there's a necessity. But yeah. you know, we definitely know that there's people out there that are still wanting to build uh, PCs and still wanting to get. Uh, you know, put together some stuff. Uh, some of the some of the folks that uh, Tim and I play Final Fantasy with are are in the market. You know, we were talking about it earlier tonight. Are in the market for trying to, you know, for PC parts and just trying to figure out what's out there. And but um, I know again, it's not hard. But I would say that if you're if you're looking for for something that if you're if you're looking to just kind of upgrade machines and and things like that you could definitely do a custom build or you could just do, buy something that's that's pre-built um you know pre-built pcs are generally pretty good yeah, uh, these days nothing wrong yeah. with a pre-built yeah again i'm very happy with the the one that i have um and uh you can get some good deals on pre-builds especially to save some money if you're yeah. looking at things like open box you know open box items and a lot of times open box literally is someone opened the box and said yeah, I better go. Yeah, I probably should return this. May I? It was a per, you know, impulse buy that their wife yelled at them when they got home. Well, um, like, like as an example, the, the, my new monitor. Um, so I, I had to unrelated to building my computer, I had to get a new monitor. Um, so I, I went to Best Buy just to kind of see what they had. So I'm like, when it, when it comes to actual visual equipment, I prefer to see it before I buy it. Components and things like that, I don't need to see what my RAM will look like before. I so I went and looked at monitors, and I found one I really liked. And the guy that was helping me out was like, well, actually, hang on. Have you looked at our open box one? I'm like, ah, not, not really. I didn't even know there was a section for that. So he takes me over there, and he goes, oh, good, it's still here. And he goes, yeah, you want this one instead. And it was literally the same one. I'm like, okay, well, why is it open box? And he said, literally, the guy bought it, came back 20 minutes later, didn't like the way it looked on his desk. And he said, we checked it. It was the same serial number. Like, he, like, he even put the plastic wrap back on it. All the cords had the ties back on them. And he goes, it's the same monitor. There's nothing wrong with it. He just didn't like the way it looked on his desk. And I'm like, 
well, what's the price difference? They go, oh, it's a uh, hundred bucks cheaper. And like, I had already looked at the display one and was already sold on this. I'm like, oh, oh sign me up. I'll take two. Um, they didn't have to. I, I jokingly uh, was telling the missus, because uh, they had an open box. It was an LG. Ah, what was it? It was like like a like a workstation monitor. You know, like the sixty plus inch like ultra wide workstation monitors. I jokingly said I was going to get that. It was like even open box was still like seven hundred or six or seven hundred bucks. And she looks at me and goes, "The hell do I get then? Like <laughs> nothing, because I'll be out seven hundred dollars, woman." <laughs> But I mean, realistically, that there's you no get, way you get to sit. You get to sit in the in the front seat, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's gonna take up the entire back seat. Dude, so well, like, like realistically, it'd be like, what do I get? Well, uh, we don't have to heat the downstairs now because of this giant ass screen. Um, but right. uh, but no, I mean, realistically, there's no way that would fit on my desk. But it's it's going back to pc stuff it is nice as as a hobbyist somebody that admittedly ian's known me for years i'm a bit of a technophile i like to play with the new shinies because they're new and shiny um and he's got adhd so exactly well like if you can't tell like i keep glancing over because like my my, the running joke my, my pc is set up so that there are lights everywhere on it like my keyboard my mouse my mouse pad my speakers the six fans on my computer my uh video card my video card uh like tension bar whatever you call the things that keep your video cards from sagging um my ram my liquid cooler everything is lit up on this like i keep seeing it out of the corner of my eye and keep like looking over because i see movement so i have to look at it but um right. But it is nice for, for a hobbyist, somebody that enjoys building computers. It is nice that this stuff is starting. And it's not just video. I know video cards were kind of the the highlight of our talk tonight. But even other parts like RAM, CPUs, like even fans, it's becoming a lot easier to find this stuff. So hobbyists like me can get everything they need, have you know, all the parts ready for their computer right there in front of them without having to, well... I'm not going to have my CPU, so I won't be able to even boot it up and install any updates. Well, I'm missing half my RAM, so it's going to run slower. Or I don't have all my fans coming in, so I'm going to have to open the chassis so it's not cool or so it's not overheating. It's nice that we don't have to do that right now. I think the the only part on my PC I had to wait on was a mounting bracket for my liquid cooler, and that's only because while the liquid cooler I got is compatible with the new uh, 12th gen uh, Intel CPUs, after a certain manufacture date, they came with the mounting bracket for those 12th gens because they came out during the 11th gen. That mounting bracket was the only thing I had to wait on, and that was free from the manufacturer. I just sent them a picture of my serial number. They mailed it to me. I didn't even have to pay shipping. But apart from that, and I, I had a backup air cooler specifically for this too. But apart from that, I didn't have to wait to boot up my computer, get everything updated, get my games installed. It was nice. And a year ago, I would have not even thought about doing a custom build. So it's for hobbyists, it's a good time. And for people that, you know, are PC gamers, or even if PC isn't their main their main platform of choice, even if it's something that they play secondary, it is nice that a lot of people are finally going to be able to start upgrading these things at the suggested price that they should be sold at. So it's 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 a good time, I think. All in all, it's it's nice to finally see the shortage and inflation of these prices going away. That yeah. said, though, 
I would highly advise any of our listeners and tell your friends, shy away from used video cards, or particularly the 3000 series. Because mm-hmm. while those deals may seem great, now if it's from a reputable source, if it's maybe a manufacturer refurbished one from the manufacturer, or it's an open box item from a reputable retailer, I'd say those are mostly safe. Anything that's not sold directly by Amazon, anything on eBay, anything on Wish, don't buy any video cards from Wish. Uh, they're never going to sponsor us, and I, I don't care. Um, Anything from eBay, anything from Craigslist. This is a video card you get from Wish. I mean, pretty much. It's, it's a screwdriver. But any anything that's not sold directly by a manufacturer or directly from a retailer, do not buy any used video cards, particularly 3000 series for now, because a lot of those that are really good deals are ones that have been doing crypto mining nonstop, 24-7 for Lord knows how long. I don't think anybody can guarantee how well the card will work out of the, out of the box or how long it will even work. Crypto mining taxes the ever-loving crap out of the hardware doing it, which is a part of the reason that miners kept buying more and more cards, because the more you have, the less stress on each one, and the more you can mine. The more you mine, you get more money, you buy more cards, it kind of repeats itself, but eventually you have to swap out all your cards. Miners are now selling their cards en masse because of the crypto crash. Yep. And unfortunately, unwitting, you know, buyers are buying them up used because it's a good deal. And I've been hearing a lot of reports of people that the cards literally crap out the second you boot it. And it's, 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 yeah. So, you know, uh, viewer beware. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's been my public service announcement for the day. <laughs> uh, congratulations. You have listened to a public service announcement from non sequitur nerds. The more you know. Uh, and knowing is half the battle. I think we just segued like between three different things. I think right we there. did. Uh, anyway, well, Sonic uh, says... with that, oh wait, <laughs> with that brain fart, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up for uh, this uh, this Ned talk. Um, so uh, thank you for listening. As always, uh, we hope you turn in tune in next time. Uh, and as always, you can go back and listen to previous episodes uh, on. And please do. Yes, please do. On all of our hosting platforms, uh, our main sponsor, Anchor.fm. Uh, as well, you can also find us uh, out there on uh, youtube.com slash non nerds, social media, uh, facebook.com slash non nerds, twitter at non nerds, and twitch.tv slash non nerds. Uh, so uh, with that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, and we, uh, thank you. And I uh, hope you all have a wonderful uh, morning, evening, or night, uh, depending on when you're listening to us. So. I think that'll take care of it. Uh, As always, uh, for the non-sequitur nerds, I'm Ian. And I'm Tim. Hi, everybody.